1: Good afternoon, and the Most High in the name of Christ bless you. I am Josiah, and welcome to our virtual living room where we examine recent events and other topics as they pertain to the Holy Scriptures. We give all praises to the Most High in Christ, and we give thanks for God's generous mercy, grace, and forgiveness. I'd like to remind everyone that our chat room is open and available for your comments or questions. This week, the title for the show is Predicting the Return of Christ. And... Um, we have uh, three brothers here In the virtual living room To discuss this topic uh, First off we have our brother Yohanathan
2: Yes, giving all praise To the Heavenly Father in the name of Christ As a servant of Christ and blessed be here to teach The doctrine of The true doctrine of Christ according to the Bible As it is written to everyone that Has an ear to give understanding To get understanding
3: of the word of Christ
1: Alright And uh, we also have our brother Abaja.
3: Yeah, we want to give all all praises and thanks to the Heavenly Father and Christ for another opportunity to teach his holy word. And uh, we hope that everyone listening will be edified. Back to you, brother. All
1: right. And we also have with us our brother Kazakia.
3: Hey, Shalom, all. Most high name, Christ bless
0: all his brothers, from panel to the host. It is definitely good to be back. And I definitely am looking forward to examining uh, this particular topic and bring out the edification to our people that will, Lord willing, lead them to repentance.
1: Well, brothers, um, you know, th- there's been a lot said about uh, crisis return um, over the years and even centuries. Um, there's been uh, a number of predictions and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on right now in, in this world that people might look to and say, well, these these are signs of the time. So I thought that it might be good for us to kind of discuss, you know, these various predictions and, uh, you know, whether the scripture actually does give us at least a clue, at a minimum, a clue as to when Christ will return. <clears throat> And uh, in doing my research, uh, you brothers might be surprised about something. Uh, Did you know that Christ had already returned?
4: Yeah, right. You didn't know that? You're you're laughing about it.
1: Okay. Well, I got a clip about Christ's return. Listen to this clip.
5: He enters this hotel conference room in Hartford, Connecticut, with a security team that rivals a head of state. An adoring audience greets him with calls of Daddy all of and sings his praises.
4: Okay, you convinced yet? No, don't. No, surely, am.
1: Okay, let, let, me, let me play it all the way through then.
5: He enters this hotel conference room in Hartford, Connecticut with a security team that rivals a head of state. An adoring audience greets him with calls of Daddy. All of and sings his praises. He is 60-year-old Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda from Puerto Rico, a preacher, an evangelist to be sure, but to his followers and in his own eyes, he's more than a man of God. Just ask him.
6: I'm Jesus Christ man in front of you.
5: That's right. He says he is the second coming. He claims in 1973 he had an epiphany.
6: When Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, came to me, he integrate himself within me. So why you? I don't know.
5: In the mid-80s, Miranda started his own ministry called Creciendo en Gracia, or Growing in Grace. It's a religious movement that claims a presence in more than 20 countries, mostly in Central and South America, but also in the United States. From Hartford to his headquarters in Miami, he says there are more than 30 teaching centers nationwide.
6: We don't give membership cards, so I don't know how many I have, but certainly a million. Every week we we grow.
5: And with a 24-hour cable channel, netcasts of his sermons and radio programs, Miranda is out to spread the word. Those who believe him, like these followers in Miami...
4: The son of man is back!
5: also embrace his unique interpretation of the bible for example sin no longer exists
6: god doesn't see you as a sinner for me you are a perfect spirit
5: there's also no such thing as the devil
6: satan is a
5: a hollywood uh, character as for prayer he says it's a waste of time and he calls all other religious leaders liars
6: the lies began in Rome. I'm against all those teachings from Catholic, uh, Protestant, Evangelical. They're not teaching the right gospel.
5: His followers say Miranda is the only one telling the truth and that his teachings have set them free. I thank him so much for being able to look myself in the mirror and knowing that I'm seeing him in me and that I
4: could literally love myself.
5: But one common church practice that Miranda doesn't dismiss is the use of the collection plates? Do people have to pay to be no. part of this? No. They do we, have to donate.
6: They, they make donations according to the Bible, you know, the tithing.
5: The I mean, Bible asks for 10% tithing. Yeah. But your followers do much more than that.
6: Because of the... They brand. give their
5: companies, they give their... Oh, they give everything. His most generous followers have even given him cars and estates including a home inside this gated community which Miranda recently sold for close to a million dollars. So you don't have a problem with material wealth. Everybody should be rich. One who is giving his share of riches to Miranda is Alvaro Albaricín, a successful web entrepreneur. He says he owes everything to Miranda and his donations have topped seven figures.
4: I'm putting all my money and heart that this is the truth.
5: But Albaresin's relationship with Miranda has cost him personally. He's estranged from his family. How many years has it been since you've spoken with him? Very four. Regina Albaresin says her son severed ties after they suggested he was being brainwashed by Miranda and his teachings. It's not healthy for people. It's no good for people. It's a good family. It's many families he destroy many families. Other religious leaders say Miranda may be capable of destroying much more.
6: I think any group whose leader says, I am God, and you have to listen to me and follow me because I am God, that group is very dangerous for our society.
5: Father Albert Coutier says he and members of his congregation in Miami have been harassed by Miranda's followers.
6: Well, I think that their tactics are strange and what i've experienced personally is aggression screaming
5: in fact growing in grace admits it has launched a protest campaign against other religions like this peaceful one in miami but other gatherings have become more confrontational is there any limit to what your followers will do for you well we
6: try to do it very politely you know something might get out of hand once in a while because you know, some people, they, they find you that. you encourage that, though? I encourage to march for the truth.
5: All this has led some to worry that growing in grace may be a new cult.
1: Growing in grace does appear to fit the primary criteria of a destructive cult. An absolute authoritarian leader, a process of persuasion that can be seen as brainwashing, and then finally, exploitation of the members.
6: If this is a call, is the best cult i ever seen. This is a nice cult. I'm proud to lead a call like this because I'm teaching the truth.
1: All right, brothers. Um, some very, very Incredibly important stuff there, and I say incredibly important one thing that he brought out he thought that he had uh at least a million members and, and still growing to say don't keep count, and they are scattered all over the world through the United States, Canada, definitely south america um so you know the overriding question there for you brothers uh, and I'll go to you first uh is um you know. When someone is in your face And he's saying that he's Christ I mean when I say in your face I mean this is on the news And he's got all these followers How do you go about determining Whether Christ is You know you're talking about predicting the return of Christ How do you go about determining Whether Christ has not already come or not
2: Well you go about how Christ um, Coming uh, If he returned or not By the words that the Christ of the Bible Has said to go by Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, if you look at this guy And you analyze what this guy is saying Verbatim, what he's saying According to the word of the Christ that's in the Bible To see if he is the Christ I mean, it's, it's, it's a clear-cut understanding That this man is full of um, deception and he's deceiving many Just because he's got a million, that, that ain't mean nothing But I'm going I'm to go into some things if I may Saint John first start off with the words of Christ, Saint John chapter five, and verse thirty nine. He says, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. So the eternal life is coming by the way of the Word of God, which is the Bible. Okay? That's how eternal life is coming, and that's the scriptures we gotta search. From Genesis to Revelation. So it says such the scriptures, For in them you think you have eternal life And they are they which testify of me So now if this man The Christ of the Bible says From Genesis to Revelation Testify of the Messiah When, when he will come When he came And then when he comes The second coming when he comes So those are the days that testify Of Christ It says and they are they which testify of
4: uh,
2: of me okay. Now I'm going to okay. go to a verse so, so God is saying that he's Christ now and, and and all of that Good stuff he's the Christ of now And everything well I'm going to go to The scriptures where it says that And he says that he's returned Right So I'm going to go to Revelation chapter 21 When it talks about this new Jerusalem This new kingdom And what the, the, the scriptures say of the Messiah What's going to happen Okay, Revelation chapter 21 I'm going to read verse 3 This is John the Revelator here on the Island of Patmos Revelation 21 3 And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying Behold the tabernacle of God Is with men And he will dwell with them And they shall be his people And God himself shall be with them and, And be their God So now the Heavenly Father is going to be amongst the children of Israel He's going to be their power In all of it Okay Now I'm going to read on Verse 4 And God shall wipe away All tears from their eyes And there shall be no death Neither sorrow nor crying Neither Shall there be Any more pain For the former things are passed away So now if This man's saying He's Christ Alright And I don't know When this recording was But I know it wasn't The day Because when you turn On the news You still got Let's see what the Lord said. When the Lord comes, what's going to be done
1: away with? Okay, let me let me let me, if I can break in just a moment. Let me tell you when the recording was. It was uh, in 2011, and you brothers may not remember it, <clears throat> but uh, we did a, a show on uh, people that were claiming to be Christ, and he was one of them at that the time that we uh, yeah. that was in the show.
2: Yeah, I, I remember him. I just couldn't put a date to it. So okay, 2011. That's three years ago.
4: Mm-hmm. Now.
2: The Lord says when he comes, he's going to wipe away all tears from the eyes of his saints. Okay? And there shall be no more death. There's still people dying. I just had an audience that the other day. Okay?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: When you turn on the news, you turn on the news, our children, the, the children of Israel that scattered and, everywhere, and everyone else in this world is still murdering and killing one another like it's going out of style. So... If he's Christ, why didn't that stop yet? All right, I'm going to read on. It hmm. says, neither sorrow. This world is full with sorrow, okay, from one end to the next. Nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. There's pain all over. There's sicknesses. There's
4: disease. There's
2: cancer. cancer. They got people. They got ALS, uh, people dumping ice water on people. It's uh, the new craze. So now if he's Christ, now why didn't all that ALS stop? Why ain't all of this pain? Why didn't all this rheumatism, arthritis stop Why ain't all of these sicknesses and the high blood disease and dialysis and all of this stuff, stuff stop Great point. Stop?
1: Great point.
2: All right. And it says, and and um, and the former things shall pass away. So why didn't all this old stuff Pass away? So that all of that stuff he's talking is
4: garbage. It, it, well, now it, it,
1: one of the signs <laughs> of Christ's return is there's not going to be any more sin, right? Right. Right, and he and then, said. That, he said that sin don't exist anymore.
2: Okay, so now when we look into the sin of this Bible, we know that ain't so because it's, it is pornography going on. As we see, that that falls in the line of fornication. So I don't know where he's getting this stuff. anyway. he just think the whole pornography industry just stopped in two thousand eleven. Get out of here! And, and also, Revelation. I'm gonna end with this verse: Revelation chapter twenty-one, verse eight. It says, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderous and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire, in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second mm-hmm. death. You can still go out to a farm reader right now, which is a sorcerer. You can still go to a strip club and, and be a whoremonger or go, or go to the mall and, and try to catch the next woman that's in seductive apparel or whatever looks attractive to you and you just want to just for the fun of it. That's a horrible moment. You can still do these things. So now I understand understand what the scriptures say, but this man definitely ain't Christ because all this stuff is going on. The scriptures say when Christ comes, all of that is going to be done away with. So whatever he's talking about is not of the scriptures. This man is a deceiver. Like Christ said, an antichrist. One that that goes against the word of Christ. Mm
4: -hmm. And the
1: deceived men and 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 the foolish are led up back to you host okay, so about you uh did you uh see anything or hear anything in this uh video uh other than the things that John has already brought out that would um lead to say that this man is not Christ
3: well, one thing he did say that was actually true and that was uh, going into how he was going into different denominations and how all of those things are alive. That's actually a true statement, but because uh, you, you won't find those things in the Bible. You won't find mm-hmm. it in Genesis. You won't find mm-hmm. it in Exodus or Numbers or Deuteronomy or Isaiah or Matthew, Mark, Peter, Luke, John. None, you won't find it in none of those books <laughs> or the book of no Revelation. So, no. so that was the one true thing he said, but everything else out of his mouth was a bold-faced lie. And and for people that don't understand, that's what an example of taking the Lord's name in vain is. That's a perfect example of it, because he's saying, number one, that he's Jesus Christ. The brother already read a few scriptures to, to prove that. I mean, hell, if you read Revelation, the first chapter, the book of Revelation, going straight to the point one and seven, behold, he cometh with the cloud, and every eye shall see him. This dude's still driving around in cars. Jesus don't need no car. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean it's ridiculous
7: And it says
3: every eye shall see him And they also which pierced him And all kindreds of the earth shall wail Because of him even so Amen So no he, he like the brother said he, he's an antichrist And there are many antichrists But I mean this, this is a perfect candidate if, he, if it hadn't already been done For uh, are you smarter than your pastor You know so I, I mean I'm not going to go any further your side Back to you
1: well, you know, I hear what you're saying about being a perfect candidate for you, smart pastor. Zach, uh, would you agree with the if I told you this about uh this man uh, from Wikipedia? This is about uh Jose Miranda. Uh this is this is concerning his death. Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda died of cirrhosis of the liver on August eighth of twenty thirteen in Sugarland, Texas. Miranda's death has remained controversial among his followers. Publicity uh, His church has Continued to insist that Miranda Has not died and that he is Immortal he was buried On November 22nd of 2013 In a ceremony in which Only his family and certain followers Assisted his followers Granted him the title of Melchizedek after his death What do you think about that Sock
4: Wow
0: and the madness goes on and on and on. First and foremost, let's look at let's look at what the scripture says. Everybody is making their basing their faith and belief off of man, so forth and so on. Let's look at what the scripture says. First and foremost, let's look at Mark thirteen and verse six. Very to the point. I'll start at verse five and it says, "And Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed lest any man deceive you." For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And this man is just one example of what our Lord and Savior told us in Mark 13, verses 5 and 6. No, that man is not Christ. When Christ, the true Christ died, he was buried in the earth three days and three nights like the sign of Jonah that he already prophesied about concerning his own death. This man died when, back in two thousand and thirteen. We're now two thousand and fourteen. So, more than three days and three nights have passed since this man's death. When Christ was buried, he was buried in the earth. Three days, three nights. After that, he came. He he came. uh, Good gracious, you know, Mama is way ahead of me. But after that, when he when when he was. Please bear with me, because I'm looking for the word. I'm looking for the word to make sure I say it correctly. Mm -hmm. When he arose from the dead, thank you very much. When he arose from the dead, that was it. There's no more death for Christ. But yet we have this man here who claims to be Christ, died here again back in 2013, and has been dead since then, ever since. Now, I also wanted to read Luke chapter... 21 and verse 8 again, which basically says the same thing. And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. So Christ was already warning our people back then that there were going to be, like the brother you want already stated, antichrists. And these antichrists that are now in the earth, or that have been in the earth since. Since the time of Christ We're going to draw people After them With their with their many enticing Words and enticing speeches Don't go after Those persons Now I would also like to read uh, In the book Of Acts Starting at Acts chapter 1 Verse 6 And the point is in Verse 6 uh, 11 about the true coming of Christ or the coming of the true Jesus Christ That is the Jesus Christ of this Bible So now I'm going to read Acts chapter 1 starting at verse 6 and the point is in verse 11. It says When they therefore will come together they asked of him saying Lord wilt thou at this time restore again? the kingdom to Israel That's something within itself which is enough for another conversation, for another blog show, another time.
4: Mm-hmm. Verse
0: seven, and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in His own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld. He was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, white apparel, excuse me, verse 11, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner, as ye have seen him go into heaven. Hmm. So in other words, the point of the matter is this man, not Christ. And all the other persons before him or who may come after him saying that they are Christ, not Christ. The true Christ will come from heaven. And when he comes, there will be a true restoration of righteousness in the earth. That is the Jesus Christ. Excuse me. That is the Jesus Christ that the true followers of Christ are waiting for. Not false prophets, not false teachers, not uh, false pastors or preachers preaching their own, preaching from their own mind or preaching of their own agenda, but the true Jesus Christ, which will come to properly restore righteousness on this earth.
4: All
1: right. Well, thank you for that, brother. Uh, what I'd like to do now is I'd like to take a uh, brief uh, break, and when we come back, want to get into the meat of our discussion, which is, what clues does the Bible offer uh, in, re- in regard to predicting when Christ will return?
8: The Body of Christ Church invites you to listen to all our programs on Blog Talk Radio. These programs are meant to edify the listener regarding repentance and good works according to the Holy Scriptures. The weekly program schedule is Sunday at 2 p.m., Tuesday at 8 p.m., Wednesday at 7 p.m., Friday at 7 p.m., and Saturday at 9 a.m., all Eastern Standard Time. Our Spanish broadcast is at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time each Saturday at blogtalkradio.com slash icdc. Please accept our invitation to call in to our show at 646 716 7749. Your comments or questions are eagerly encouraged, whether they agree or disagree with the viewpoints expressed by those involved in the program. Again, call in now, please dial 646 716 7749.
1: Okay, we are back, and we are discussing, uh, predicting when Christ will return. And we just talked about uh, Jose Luis Miranda uh, de Jesus, who called himself uh, Jesus Christ Man, and how that he was a false Christ, claimed to be Christ, and he is a false Christ. Um, and there have been a, a number of others. He wasn't the only one. Um, back in the 1990s, I believe you brothers might remember, uh, Yahweh ben Yahweh. You brothers remember him? Yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he. I think he died in prison. Uh, mm-hmm. He claimed that he was Christ. Um, he was um, uh, convicted of conspiracy to commit murder. Um, yeah. And that's how he ended right. up in prison. And, yeah, and I was then, gonna say, mm-hmm, Go ahead,
4: John.
2: I, I was just gonna say, yeah, he's supposed to, need to be the Messiah. Messiah's supposed to be without sin. But this man is breaking the commandments of the Lord. So, yeah, he's the Messiah, all right. Back, back to you, bro. I just had to be sarcastic.
1: Right, and there's, there's been a, a, a number of others. you you got Holly Selassie. You have David Koresh. You have, I think his name was Jim Jones. Uh, and the list goes on and on. There's even one guy that I did a little research on, and he claimed to be Jesus Christ, uh, Buddha, uh, Muhammad, or something like that. He was like a number of different people all mixed together. You know, but, uh, you know, basically it appears that whatever they need to represent in order to get a number of people to follow them for gain, that's what they're doing. So um, we want to discuss, you know, truly what does the scripture offer to make a determination on, you know, when Christ is uh, is going to return. It's been uh, roughly two millennia now, 2,000 years since uh, Christ ascended into heaven. So, uh, I mean, how much longer? You know, does the scripture give us, you know, any real serious clues, John, as to how much longer it's going to be before Christ returns?
2: Okay, um, just have something to, to. Let's let's get clear on a, on the on a couple of points. Okay. On the first part of that about that prediction predicting the coming of christ i'm gonna to go to matthews twenty fourth chapter okay matthews twenty four um, verse 30 uh i'm gonna go straight to the point verse thirty six on the just just get a clear understanding on the predicting uh, from the aspect of okay a time and a date and an hour of a day let's see what we can come up with by the words of Christ, Matthew 24 and verse 36, this is what Jesus said. He says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So that day and hour, Jesus and Christ himself don't know Jesus Christ, the son of David himself don't know.
4: Mm-hmm. The
2: angels, some archangels, Michael, uh, Michael and the rest of the angels, none of them even know. Okay. So now, and as for us, Christ says the servant is, is is not above his master, okay? And so now how are we we the servants of Christ, there's no way even us that we should pinpoint a time and date. Okay, so that that, that part of it is done away
1: with. Okay, so now, to just just to be really clear, John, okay, mm-hmm. this is day and hour. What about a year? Or maybe within a few years or a decade or so? Is is it possible to narrow it down like that
2: you can't because I mean year years and and years and decades all add up to a, a a summation of days and hours It takes so many hours to make a day so many days to make a year so many years to make a decade so even in that perspective we're not we're not we're not going to pinpoint like that you know we're not like we're going to pinpoint. A birth. Say your dog has is about to have puppies, and you gonna we gonna are we gonna um, calculate the the hour which this day, this power it goes into labor. It ain't it ain't happen like that with the the day of the heavenly father. But you
1: but, you can you can say you know you, you know what the gestation period is for a dog to have puppies, and you can say well you know the gestation period is six months. You said well six months from now, we you don't know exactly which day, but. Somewhere in that vicinity This dog is going to have puppies right
2: Right But not not to equate The, the, the Lord of Lord kings and kings Big back with that But if we go by What the words of the Messiah said He gave us parameters He gave us instructions
4: mm-hmm. okay,
2: He gave us instructions Alright And um, Understanding there are times and End times and, and things of that nature Um Just to get to a point, Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews, let me get there, Hebrews chapter 1, and I'm going to start with uh, verse 1, okay? Now, it says this, and I'm going to read... uh, might read verse 2 as well. Hebrews 1 and 1 says, God at sundry, sundry times and in divers manners spake in, in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Okay, so now the healthy fathers spoke to our forefathers and children of Israel by the prophets, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, um, Nathan, Moses, Joshua. We can go with David on and on and on and on. Okay. But now, verse 2 says this, Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, of whom also he made the world. So, in the last days now, by the word of the Heavenly Father, the Messiah has came. So the last days came since he became what? Came up, became a child, became a man, and he went out and taught what? He went out and said, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. From that time on is what was the last day. So now we understand there's the different time parameters and stuff. Okay? And then also just one more thing <coughs> He says this. He says uh he told us to watch and, and do the work. And um in Matthew's back to Matthew chapter twenty four and uh, verse uh Uh, Let's see, it says, here it is Matthew 24, verse 46 He said, blessed is that servant whom His Lord, when he cometh, shall find him Find So doing Doing what? The works and instructions that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Mm said So now we said That just Christ's gospel Begins in the last days, and like you said in 22,000 years or so Okay, that's going on right? And then we all understand also that Christ himself, neither the angels even know, but the almighty Most High knows. And then from that point, we got to be at service of Christ and repent, get ourselves together, and hopefully by the judgment of Jesus Christ, we've earned the right to enter into the kingdom of heaven with no pain, no sorrow, no death, and all wickedness is done away with. But on this side, we got to purge ourselves. And, and just one more thing, you're sorry. Um, Isaiah fifty five.
4: Mm-hmm. Because
2: this this is there's a level there's a day and there's a day that the Almighty knows and the Almighty knows only. And when that day comes, he's gonna tell the Christ of the Bible, which sits on the right hand of the Father as we speak, Go and set that kingdom, go collect my saints, so do all wickedness, for do so all um abominations, okay, and ain't all the and all this stuff that you see in the world gonna go on in the kingdom. But but we don't know that thing because we don't sit not in the, the thoughts and the mindset of the heavenly Father, as it says in Isaiah 55 verse 8. It says, "For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord." So the way the Most High think, we don't have nowhere near the po- the um, comprehension, the understanding of what the Heavenly Father wants. Mm-hmm. Okay, verse nine. It says, "For if the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For the Most High's ways and thoughts and the things that He wants us to do, it's just better that we just we just start to do them because we can't even conceive and think on on the wisdom. I mean, can we go measure fire? Can we go measure? Can we go? Can we go number this uh, this the this, this sand of the sea? You know, can we go out? Can we go out and measure the breadth and the height of this world? No, but the Almighty can. So that's his thoughts way higher than ours, but he does give us instructions to follow his son and wait on that coming. So just just to have that clarity, there's the coming, but there ain't no prediction. There's a, there's a, there's a watching and fearful looking and, and hoping we're ready and getting ourselves together, but there ain't no prediction. Back to you, bro.
1: Okay, uh, th- thank you for that, John. About you, um, you know, you heard what John said, and but it, it seems to me that there has got to be some kind of way to get close. I mean, you know, y- y- you know, it's been, like I said, it's, it's been uh, close to two thousand years <clears throat> since Christ ascended into heaven. So, and, and and there's got to be somewhere in the scriptures that gives us some kind of clue, even if it doesn't give us, say. Um, a, well, we know it's not going to be a day and hour, and we can't figure it out to a year. Can we figure out maybe a certain condition that's going to exist, that's going to be a sign that Jesus is—he's—you know—you see this happen, then, you know, he's going to be coming back pretty soon. We can't say that the year or the day or the hour, but it's going to be pretty soon. Is that possible, even?
3: Well, he started out. You can search all throughout the Bible where you know hints are given as far as you know well, what's going to be going on when the Lord returns. Um mm-hmm. I want to start in in the book of Matthew. Go well, back to the book of Matthew in chapter 24. Cuz um the Lord speaks throughout that entire chapter about the state of the world, you know, just one aspect of it, you know, when he returns. Um I'm going to start at uh huh, here we go, Matthew 24 and
4: 3.
3: Uh, it says, and he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, privately, and privately, because it says that in another scripture, but came unto him privately, saying, tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be thy, the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Because that's right. what you're asking, right? That's a direct right. question. This is a direct question. What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Okay, because a couple of verses up, he had actually gone into the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, which actually happened in uh, 70 AD when Rome uh, besieged it. So, verse 4 And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not a recent occurrence. That happened during the time period of the disciples. And you can read about that in Second Peter, where he talks about Jambus and Jambus. Okay. And he talked about other, other um, false prophets and wolves in sheep's clothing. So that's been going on since the return of Christ. So,
1: so, so every on. since, so basically, Ever since Christ ascended into heaven, somebody went out and started telling lies that they oh, yeah. were Christ. From that yeah. starting, wow. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> so this guy Jose Miranda is the last. <laughs> it's one of the last of a long, long list of false Christ, and false
3: messiahs. He, he's one of many messiahs. He's one of many in a long chain. You know, he's just another link. It was many before him, and there's going to be many after. Okay, so, this is interesting. Let, let, let's read on in, in the 24th chapter. So you got many saying that they are Christ and shall deceive many, because Miranda had a large, he had a large following still, dead in the ground and rotten and stinking everything. Exactly. Uh, Jim, Jones, Jim Jones had a large following. Yahweh and Ben Yahweh had a following. You had uh, just recently, the last couple of years, uh, a guy by the name of Harold Campion that said that he was, through mathematics and and whatever, was predicting the the end of the world. He has a large following. All Mm -hmm. these different cults and whatever, uh, different religions and philosophies, they all have large followings, okay? And you have some people, because it's dealing specifically with those that saying that I am Christ, okay? You got people that don't read the Bible that follow these rules to destruction, Lest they repent so let me read on 24 and 6 And ye shall hear wars and rumors Of wars See that ye be not troubled for all these things Must come to pass but the end Is not yet So from the time that The Lord came down and walked the face of the earth And died and ascended There have been many wars And again you had many people That came up trying to predict the end of the world When world war 3 or 2 Or 1 came around World War Two, all these different events. You had Nostradamus, okay. And you mm-hmm. have so I mean the list goes on and on and on with people even trying to get caught up in predicting the end because that goes into the previous question that you even asked, Iwanathan Okay, well when is the end? Is it a day or an hour or is it you know is it a year? No, <laughs> it's only the Heavenly Father knows. That's the power that He put in His own in His own hand. I'm gonna read on. Verse, uh, I'm read verse six again. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. So we see those things happening right now. We see the famines that are going on in other countries. And, you know, you see the, the continent of Africa, all those different countries, there's famines uh Russia they had some some famines going on I mean so all throughout the time period of history, from the time that the Lord spoke these words even up until now, all of these things have taken place pestilences, the bubonic plague, the black plague that took place over in, uh in uh europe um Ebola breaking out now, okay
4: mm-hmm. all
3: of these things that are still happening, earthquakes in diverse places, you can go online and see how many earthquakes have taken place just within the last 20 years or so and the frequency Let me, of them Increasing
1: now, now that you mentioned that uh, don't forget where you are You know what you're trying to bring out But uh, I just want to interject something about the Earthquakes I did a little research on that And right. I broke it down into basically 25 year periods and did an average Of uh, the number of earthquakes per Year so starting uh-huh. with uh, 1900 going through 1925 It averaged 30 earthquakes per year From 1926 To 1950 the average went up a bit to 41 earthquakes per year. And then from 1951 to 1975, it went up again a bit to to 65 earthquakes per year. And from 1976 to 1999, it went up yet again to 113 earthquakes per year. And then uh, from the year 2000 up until this current year, the average is up to 151 earthquakes per year. So, it's jumped from 30 to 41 to 65 to 113, and now an average of 151 earthquakes per year. So, just wanted to bring that up for the sake of the audience.
3: Yeah. I mean, so, and, and besides, you know, people have different theories on why these things are taking place, and we're not going to deal with that. We're going to stick with what the scripture says as far as what the Lord said was going to be happening. Um so even in verse 7, he says, For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. So all of these things have been going on even before the Lord came, okay? But the point is, is that he was giving the disciples, you know, signs of when the end must come to pass, because he told you, he said, all of these things will be going on because the end is not yet. Because in the next very next verse, he says, all of these are the beginnings of sorrows, meaning all mm-hmm. the destruction and the turmoil that's going to happen on the face of the face of the earth. But in light of that, Josiah, I want to, because um, I, I can read on. Um, yeah, let me read on. Let me read on, because I got another place I want to go as well. Actually, I
1: think I think Kazakia may have something. That might help mm-hmm. out in this whole situation, uh, Kazakia You you shared something with me uh, earlier today regarding um, <clears throat> people that were predicting the return of Christ. Um, and I I don't know wh- wh- how many predictions are on the list, roughly.
0: About two hundred.
1: And and, and and really and about two hundred. And when did those predictions start?
0: Oh wow. Uh, allow me right quick, and um, I, I'll tell you. Little, at the top of this list, and uh, please bear with me because i am put it in the chat. This is from www.bible.ca forward slash And so this this list goes as far back, this list goes as far back in time as 44 BC. Uh, wow. What it states, uh, Judas himself declared himself a Messiah, taking 400 people with him into the desert. Uh, he beheaded by Roman soldiers. Uh, Josephus, Josephus records this. So from roughly 44, it's all the way down to uh, 2000, 2007, 2008. 2011, so basically Since almost the beginning of time Well, I won't say at the beginning of time But very as early on In recorded history, history as humanly possible There have been predictions And assertions as to when The end of the world slash uh, The coming of Christ would be The problem is, the persons That are doing these things, are making These predictions or these assertions They have not read the Scriptures Because the Lord even told you In Isaiah 34 and 16 Seek ye out of the book of the Lord And read None of them so want her made So in other words the overall point is For all these persons That have been making these, these For lack of better words Doomsday predictions or End of the time assertions They haven't really read the Bible Because if they did Then they would know clearly That the only God Almighty himself knows when he will send Christ back to 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 basically wipe out all corruption and wickedness on the earth and establish righteousness. Only God knows that. We I can't make that statement as to when Christ is going to return. No one can make that statement as to the day, the hour, the second, the millisecond, the year, the season. No one can make that statement as to when Christ will return. However, I would like to address something that you did put out there because you mm-hmm. asked the question, what condition? You asked that question, what condition would the earth be in? So now mm-hmm. let's look at this. Let's look at this right quick. And this is only to answer what you asked as far as the condition is concerned. Now, this okay. is Second Timothy chapter 3, starting at verse 1. And it says, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, just a few verses. It says, this more also. That in the last days Perilous times shall come Now brothers We all are living in the last days We've been living in the last days Believe it or not Since since the book of Deuteronomy Definitely since the crucifixion of Christ So being mm-hmm. that we're in these days And times right here That only lets us know that We are very advanced in these last days But we still can't say Okay Christ will be back 25 minutes from now. We cannot make that statement. Nonetheless, let's read what the scriptures are saying. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. But the, the point was in verses 1 through 4. Right about now, the days and times that we are living in are ripe for the conditions that you are asking about that the scriptures are describing. We're living in the days and times where men are definitely lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers. I mean, how long ago or how many times do you look up either on the Internet or you listen to the radio in which you have children being disrespectful and disobedient to parents? How many times have you looked up on the Internet or you read in a newspaper or you listen to the radio in which you hear about uh, uh, children Murdering children or men murdering men or, or just murder period Going into that without natural affection Truth breakers, false accusers And continent How many times have you read In the newspaper or listened on the radio Or, 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 or When you've heard about uh, Despisers of those that are good Let me give you an example of that We're sitting and we're talking about uh, uh, The coming of Christ But how many shows Have we done in which we talked about how the Lord God Almighty feels about persons who practice alternative lifestyles such as homosexuality or lesbianism, so forth and so on. And now that's considered hate speech, whereas once upon a time, that was, that was definitely shunned upon by society. So now, in other words, what I'm trying to say is where we, where we are in time is right for the conditions in which Christ could return at any time however I need to go back to Matthew the 24th chapter because there was something very 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 important that uh, that that needs to be brought up and this is Matthew chapter 24 and verse 42 where Christ says watch therefore for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come but know this that if the good men of the house had known and what watched the thief would have come would come excuse me he would have watched and not excuse me, and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. So now let me ask a very simple question, and that very simple question is this If I determine within myself that I'm gonna come in and rob your house, Josiah, for example, and I say, Hey Josiah, I'm coming at two fifteen uh uh next Thursday morning, I'm gonna come in and rob your house. Would not you be ready for that? Would not you be prepared for that?
1: The police will already be on the way.
0: (laughs) That's the point. That is the point. So in other words, what Christ is telling us is you don't know when I'm going to come. But Christ also told us something very important. He told us, even though you don't know when I'm coming, you need to be prepared for when I come. And that's something that, Lord willing, hopefully I'm not getting ahead of myself. But That's something that hopefully we'll get into throughout the course of the show because what needs to be uh, uh, emphasized to our listening audience, not so much as to the day, the hour, the minute, the season, the year that Christ returns, but how should we be prepared for when he comes? Back to you, brother.
1: Okay. um, you want a ton. um, But I
3: didn't finish my point.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about you. Go ahead.
3: Uh, well, well, that pretty much uh, went into the crux of the matter as far as, you know, what we should be concerned with. Um, but the one thing that I did want to uh, address before we moved on is that, you know, dealing with the signs of, of the Lord's second coming, a lot of people, they'll, have, they'll paint this picture of the world looking like, as a, another brother famously we put it looking like freaking Terminator 2 when you got oil, uh, mm-hmm. empty oil barrels with a trash burning on the street corners and stuff like that. But just real briefly, I want to go to 2nd to the 3rd chapter, and um, I'm going to go to start at the 3rd verse because the Scriptures tells us that, you know, we have to read line upon line and precept upon precept. and here a little and there a little to get the understand the full understanding of the Scriptures. So this is Second Peter chapter 3, and I'm starting at verse 3. It says, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Because all of the things that were read previously, those things were going on as well. Now, that paints a picture of, you know, like I said, you thinking that it's just trash cans burning and just mass crime and anarchy and things of that nature. But it's going to give us a, an explanation of some other things that were going on as well. Because he says that the last days you're going to have scoffers and people walking after their own lust, meaning that whatever a person desires to do, that's what they're going to do.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And in the case of some of the recent laws that have passed here, you know, in the U.S. in the, the gay agenda that's being passed, it's like, listen, if you read this, the scriptures and it says, listen, according to the Bible, fornication and homosexuality are sins. The, the homosexuality part is the we consider hate speech. Brother already brought that out but people are going to be justifying the breaking of the commandments and things that are contrary to the Bible and scoffing at it, meaning that, oh, that's for the old times, or that's outdated. So I'm going to read on. So they're going to be scoffers, but they're also going to be saying, verse 4, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continued Mm -hmm. as they were from the beginning Mm -hmm. of creation. I'm going to read on. I'm going to come back and and, uh, explain everything. Because for this... They willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. So what are they referring to? Let's read on. It says, verse 7, But the heavens and earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. So he's actually referring to the time period of Noah when the whole world was destroyed by water. You had all of these things that were going on, people were living their daily lives, and what? did Not understanding that the Heavenly Father had a day of judgment that he had set, where he was going to bring to judgment the people that were breaking his commandments. And he only saved Noah, but it's going to bring that out as we read on. So it says, verse 8, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. And that's very important because Doc had already read it about Christ saying that he's coming as a thief in the night. Okay. You want us already read it early in the show about uh, how the Lord said that it's not for you to know the times and the power which the Father has put in his own hands. From the book of Acts, the first chapter. So the time period is irrelevant to the Heavenly Father. That doesn't matter to him. We're the ones that are bound by time trying to figure it out. And the Lord already told us that a wicked and perverse generation looketh for a sign. Verse mm-hmm. 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. Meaning the way that people count slackness is like, okay, well, you said you were going to do something, but you ain't done it yet, so obviously you were bluffing. Right. He says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. Because he's giving us time to do something. And I'm going to read on. It says, But as long suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So this is why things are allowed to go on as they are. Because the Lord is giving those of us that hear his word time to repent and get it together so that we can be ready for the second coming of Christ. See, everybody is caught up in the whole thing about trying to predict when the end comes. Okay, well, what's going to be going on? So that what? If I know a time and a date, then that means that I'm going to be wicked all the way up and do what I want to do all the way up until right before the time. And you know what? As long as I say that Jesus Christ is my personal Lord and Savior and accept Him on my last dying breath, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to heaven. Just that, you know, just going to that whole other philosophy. But the whole purpose of the Lord allowing these things to time to continue as far as we're concerned. Is that what they're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Because that's what Jesus Christ taught. Okay. Not the people that's claiming to be Christ, they on some other stuff. But I gotta read on real quick and I'll hand it back to you. Verse ten. It says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So that's going right back to what he was, the Lord was speaking of in Matthew 24. Because Matthew 24 deals, goes back and forth between some of the things that were going on during that time, the destruction of Jerusalem, and then ultimately to the Lord's second coming. And even also dealing with the persecution of the uh, disciples. But this here is talking about that thermonuclear destruction, the elements being burnt up and melted. Okay, mm-hmm. So that's destruction that's coming, but we don't know when but what we need to be focused on is verse 11 and 12 it says seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming day of god wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat so that's the whole thing it's like listen if we know that the lord is coming back during the judgment on this earth we know that he's going to burn this place to the ground. He says, then what manner of man ought we, ought we to be out of sincerity and truth? What type of person are we to be to avoid being destroyed and judged by the Heavenly Father? And that's really the question that we should be asking ourselves. So back to you.
4: Okay.
1: All right. <clears throat> Thank you for that, bro. Uh, John, I, I know that you've been uh, anxious to say something here for a little bit, so let me go ahead and defer to you so you can uh, you know, expound on what you want to talk about.
2: Yes, the uh, the, the, itch, the the perspective of the parameters that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to indicate the things that shall come, what, what what will transpire, what shall come to pass before the coming of the Lord. He gave us instructions on. When you read specifically, we can read Matthew 24th chapter. Okay. And Christ gives an outline of things That shall pass But it is not The coming of him These things shall pass But that doesn't mean he's coming Right then and there But as one of these verses He he laid out for the followers Of Christ to understand Okay for the servants of Christ For the apostles and disciples of Christ As we claim The brothers here on this panel All of us claim to be Service of the Christ of the Bible. Certain things that He gave and said, and one of these things He said is in Matthew's twenty-four, and verse fourteen. And I'm going to read it. Matthew's twenty-four, verse fourteen. Jesus says this. He says, "In this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come." Now, this is a very important verse. Okay because I'm going to go back into it, and, and let's analyze what Christ is saying. At the beginning, he says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. So the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. What gospel? you got many philosophies. It ain't that, that fruit loop um, hint, um, uh, philosophy stuff. They're going, you thinking that this world is going And we're going in the name of Christ And we're going to teach God everywhere And all this stuff here And with these um, impossible these new um, These new um, Revised Bibles That's got the verses Missing out of it and everything These new NIVs and stuff That ain't that ain't the, the, uh, the gospel of Christ Okay The gospel of Christ is what the Lord says to in the, in the verses of the Heavenly Father's Word The book, the Bible Okay, so now what, what what are we talking about here When we said this gospel The things that Christ lined out Number one, he, li- he lined out repentance Okay, and then we're going to go into, I just want to go into some points But I'm going to read this verse again It says, and this gospel of the kingdom Shall be preached in all the world For a witness unto all nations And then shall the end come So Everyone see you see, you turn on the TV, different nations, everything, this whole world, they know about Jesus, but they don't know about the, the true gospel of Jesus. So now I'm going to just read some things that Christ commanded. Okay? I'm going to go to Luke chapter 24, verse 46. Okay? Because it's not, all oh, know the Lord, all accept the Lord, all just say to the Lord. That ain't what Christ said. It, this is what Christ said. Matthew 24 and verse 46. It says I'm sorry, Luke. Luke chapter twenty four and verse forty six. Okay, let me get there. Here we go. Luke twenty four, forty six says this And he said unto them, This is Christ speaking. Thus it is written, and thus it behooved the Christ and and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that, the, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So we're going about teaching repentance to anybody who has to hear, to anybody who wants to hear in all nations. And that repentance is to stop breaking the Heavenly Father's laws, statutes, and commandments. Stop breaking the commandments and begin fearing the Lord by the example that's in Christ. That's, that's the repentance that we're talking about. That's the repentance. We're going around saying, stop stop being a whoremonger, stop being a fornicator. You got you got people that's calling themselves ministers that's talking about women don't wear panties so the Lord can see up on your dress and get the spirit and all this stuff. That ain't what we teach you. That ain't what the Christ of the Bible's speaking about.
4: Mm-hmm. The
2: Christ of the Bible talking about, look, stop stop on these idolatrous days. Okay, stop 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 with the the, the um, Easters, the Mother's Days. We got shows talking about is your past, past Teaching you the truth To show the people look that garbage Which they speak it ain't what Christ was, was Talking about but millions and millions Of people follow that So that's a part of the gospel that we talking about and That this is the gospel that's got to Go through all nations telling people You got to put down Christmas and everything Alright Um, I'm going to go to another one Luke Chapter 2 And uh, verse uh, 25 and 26 why I'm going here, because at this time, Christ was, was a child. But but there was a righteous man on this earth that the Heavenly Father um, gave understanding to about the, the, the Messiah Christ, even then. Just like the prophets knew the the, the Messiah shall come, well, it was one the Lord put at a certain particular time. Right, and I'm going to read it. Luke chapter 2, verse 20, uh, 25, it says, Luke 2 and 25 says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. Now, that's the same thing we are waiting for. We're waiting for the consolation of Israel. And we understand it's Jesus Christ. We understand he's coming. He's coming, the second coming to And this time he's going to rule forever. But at this time, this man was waiting for the one to come the first, the same one that comes, the first, and show us, okay? So now I'm going to read on. Verse 26, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ, all right? So now, in, throughout, when you read this chapter, he went to the baby and, and whatsoever picked up and all of that. But understanding the Lord gave him this Holy Ghost, the understanding that, look, you're not going to see death because you're such a just and devout man, until the this, this child Christ come, but now let's see what his instructions was to Joseph, his father, and Mary, Jesus Christ's mother. Okay, of the line of Simeon, the lineage of David, seed line of David. So now in uh, Luke chapter two and verse thirty four, this is what Simeon told the, people, the parents. Luke two thirty four says, and Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. So life and death is in Christ, okay? And for a sign which shall be spoken against. People are either gonna go yea with Christ or nay with Christ. And it's the same thing now. Okay? And now verse thirty five yea a sword shall pierce through my thy own soul also, that 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 the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And that's that's the deal and will of Christ. That's the gospel that we're telling people. This, this word is quick and and, and um two edged sword. And we're telling people, look, either you're gonna get right and and your deeds become right, or you're you not serving the heavenly Father. This is all a part of the gospel. Um, if, if you can just bear with me one more thing, bro. Sure. Um, go ahead. Okay. Matthew's also, we so we are teaching repentance. This is that gospel that's got to be tip on to stop breaking the commandments, stop being a fornicator, stop being a murderer, stop being an idolatry, stop being puffed with pride. And also that this gospel that Christ is coming as the Lord has said is going to come. That gospel says he's coming and he's going to he's going to shut down all nations. Everything on this earth is going to bow before him. Whether you want to or not, you want it And it's going to be in righteousness. Matthew twenty five, this is the gospel we're speaking of repentance. All of this it's repentance. It ain't just going around and dancing and singing songs and saying, Jesus, Jesus. This is the gospel that's got to be preached. Matthew 25, and I'm going to read 31. because He says it again there. This is all the gospel. Matthew 25, 31 says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory. I'm in 25 verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. So we're telling the Praying, and His Righteous Glory, angels are coming, and they come in in, in glory and honor and fear. This is the word that we are coming out with, and they's coming to set judgment on this earth. He ain't coming out here to send lollipops. All right. Now, verse 32 says, and before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate the one from this, from another, as the shepherd divided his sheep from the goats, and He shall set the sheep on His right hand, but the goats on His left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye, blessed of uh, my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So Christ is separating the nations, and then after that ain't going to be no giant melt pot and, 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 and lollipops, and he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. He's telling you. And, and then he says to the, the ones on his right hand is going into the kingdom. Now I'm going to jump down to verse 11. Then shall he say unto a, Say also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. So there's a, there's a judgment there. All of that is what we're talking and, and teaching. This is the gospel. This is the true gospel of Christ. Repentance, Christ coming again, destruction, honor, and glory is given to the son of, the, of uh, David, Jesus Christ, the one that sits on the right of the Father, waiting until the heavenly Father commands him to go and do it. That's the gospel. Back to you, brother.
1: Okay, brothers, uh, that um, list that you gave me uh, earlier today, it's got a, a couple of interesting things on here i like to kind of bring to light and ask you, brothers, uh, what actions should people take when they observe these kind of things taking place? Um, you got a couple of people on here I think are notable. Uh, one is Jack Van Impey. Uh He has Jack Van Empe's Ministries It sponsors the largest evangelical Christian program devoted to end-time prophecy. In his homepage, he discusses his book, On the Edge of Eternity, in which he predicts the year 2001 will usher in international chaos such as as we've never seen in our history. He predicts that in 2001 and the years following, the world will experience drought, war, malaria, and hunger afflicting entire populations throughout the African continent. By the year 2001, there will be global chaos. Islam will become much larger than Christianity. That would take a sudden growth spurt. Islam is currently followed by 19% of the world's population versus 33% for Christianity. A one-world church will emerge. It will be controlled by demonic hosts. Temporal rituals, presumably including animal sacrifice, will resume in Israel. That's in 2001. Jack Van Emphrey. Um Another notable is um, Harold Camping. Um, uh, Harold Camping owns 55 radio stations and advertised on 6,000 billboards in the USA. After his first prediction of the end of the world in 1994, Camping refused to accept his condemnation as a false prophet. As it is uh, it a second and it's at a second time. So he predicted that judgment day would be May 21st, 2011. And another one notable person, uh, Jerry Falwell Jerry Falwell's prediction was it was going to be soon. Jerry Falwell, who's now deceased, uh, Jerry Falwell, in a speech about the concern people have over the new millennium, the Reverend Jerry Falwell said that the Antichrist is probably alive today and is a male Jew. Falwell also told about 1,500 people at a conference in Kingsport, Tennessee, on Thursday, that he believes the second coming of Christ Probably will be within 10 years um, And that was uh, This was, came from a publication of Associated Press on January fifteenth, nineteen 1999 So these things That these men have predicted We obviously now All these many years After the dates of the predictions Know that these things did not come past What does the scripture say That you are supposed to do uh, Whenever you uh, Encounter people like this
4: Okay,
0: what do the scriptures say that she's supposed to do? Let's go back. I <clears> want <throat> to go back to Mark. I'm going to go back to Mark chapter 13. Please bear with me a second because I'm getting it right now. Mark chapter 13 and verse 6. And where it says. All right, here we go. I'll start at verse 5. And Jesus answering, answering them began to say Take heed lest any man deceive you For many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many And when ye hear of wars And rumors of wars Be ye not troubled For such things must needs be But the end shall not be yet For nations shall rise against nation And kingdom against kingdom And there shall be earthquakes in diverse places And there shall be famines and troubles These are the beginnings Of sorrows so in other words, you know, these persons that are making these statements as far as these predictions and, 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 and you know, the time that Jesus Christ is supposed to come, as we've as as we've already discussed uh, earlier in the show, that's something uh uh excuse me, that's something that we're not really to concern ourselves with because they're all wrong. Here again, also from the beginning of the show, it's already been brought out out of the holy bible, out of the scriptures itself, that not even Christ knows when he's when he's coming back. Only God Almighty
4: knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: so why in other words I'm asking the question now, not necessarily for an answer, but for but for the sake of provoking thought. And that question is why concern ourselves with something that is above and beyond our strength to really get an answer to? If the most high really wanted us to know when Christ was going to return, then he would have laid it out plainly when Christ, the day, the hour, the time when Christ is going to return. But the Lord did not. So what we so for persons that are making these statements or making these false predictions or these apocalyptic predictions, avoid them. Put yourself in the scriptures. And when I say put yourself in the scriptures, I'm referring to basically sitting down Studying the scriptures, hover yourself to the teachings of Jesus Christ, and above and beyond, apply the example and teachings of Jesus Christ. And since I'm talking about that, I need to read this scripture, please. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 7. It says, Make no tarrying to turn to the Lord, and put not off from day to day. For suddenly shall the wrath of the Lord come forth, and then by security shall be destroyed. And perish in the day of vengeance. The reason why this scripture comes to mind is due to the fact that what I read in Mark 13, starting at verse 5 all the way up to our verse 8, that's happening now. That is happening right now. Even as we are broadcasting live this show, these events, these occurrences are happening now. So, in other words, what what's being stated now is we don't know when Christ is going to return. But we know that the conditions under which we are currently living are right for whenever he does decide or whenever the Lord does decide that it's time for Christ to return So while we have the opportunity To get it right While we have the opportunity to better ourselves spiritually According to how the Lord has already outlined it in the Holy Bible for us to better ourselves and get ready for that day of the lord when christ returns that's the opportunity that we should be taking advantage of so in other words just to give some examples now is the time for us to humble ourselves and 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 be men of the scriptures getting ourselves first and foremost in order according to how the lord says that a man is supposed to be in order then for those of us who have wives or family and children Making sure that our households are in order, are in line with the teachings of Jesus Christ. Making sure that our examples are, are, are exemplary. And making sure that everything that we do is supposed to be in line with the teachings of Christ. Like the Lord told us in Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, as an example. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So in other words, the context of that particular scripture was the devil tempting Christ, but Christ reproving it, correcting Satan and letting Satan know man does not live by bread alone, but uh, by carnal means. Man lives by applying the teachings and directions and commandments of God Almighty. And we're supposed to take that same teaching, take that same reproof, correction, uh, that Christ gave Satan And making sure that we're applying it to our lives So that we don't fall Into the condemnation Into the trap or into the snare Of Satan Also when you're reading Ephesians the 5th chapter Did I say Ephesians the 5th chapter? If I did yes. I meant to say uh, I meant to say yep, I did say Ephesians the 5th chapter and there it is if she, Ephesians chapter 5 Ephesians uh, chapter 5 starting at verse 15 but the, the point is in verse 16 Ephesians 5 and 15 see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil we are living in evil days we are definitely living in evil days when uh, when when you can't really pray and serve the Lord and, and speak out for the word of the Lord uh, in these days and times, like as in days, like in times and years before, and then you're you're condemned as saying uh, as, as as a hate monger or you're spreading hate speech. We're living mm-hmm. in evil days when children can 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 rise up against their parents and hit their parents and and all the way up to murder their parents. We're living in evil days when you got. Uh, A a religion for every day of the week Or when you got every different philosophy That you can think of under the sun Being pushed out And and perpetrated And broadcast to the masses And our people following it Instead of the very Bible That has been around since the beginning itself And the teachings of Jesus Christ And uh, for those of us who are trying to follow The example of Jesus Christ Our actions Our speech our words are being condemned, then that lets us know that we're living in evil days. So the overall point of what I'm trying to say ultimately is this. Whenever Christ comes, we have to be ready. And the best way to prepare ourselves for that day, whenever that day is, uh, the hour or, or the minute that Christ returns to this earth, the best way for us to prepare ourselves is through repentance, through prayer, through humbling ourselves to the Heavenly Father, through fasting, Through studying the scriptures, through applying the scriptures, redeeming the time for the days of evil, being alert, being aware, not saying being a hermit, not saying being a social recluse, but making sure that everything we do, how we act, how we interact with each other, our example has to be in line with the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 5, let's look at what the Lord says here. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm going to read verse, yeah, here it is. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, and it states this. For we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he have done, whether it be good or bad. So now in verse 10, it's telling us that we all have to appear before the judgment seat of the Lord our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ To receive for the things That we've done Whether those things have been good things According to the scriptures Or whether those things have been bad things Outside of the confines of the teachings Of, the, of, of Christ So knowing that We have to make sure that Our actions and our deeds Our example have been right Have been according to the Bible Verse 11 Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord we persuade excuse me, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciousness consciousness. So in other words, the first part is what I want to emphasize, knowing the terror of the Lord we persuade men. The most high could come at any time. And what is it to the Lord to destroy the earth? He did it once before in the form of a flood. What is it to the Lord to destroy a nation? Look at, the, look at the history of what the Lord did to Egypt What is it to the Lord to destroy another nation For wickedness Look at the history when you read about Sodom and Gomorrah What is it to the Lord To destroy whole peoples Armies Look at, that, uh, look at the account of it in the scriptures In which the Lord sent an angel And that angel wiped out And obliterated 185,000 men What is it to the Lord To do that It's nothing So that being said We have a a myriad of examples of the terror of the Heavenly Father. So, knowing these things, why not prepare ourselves for that day of Christ by humbling ourselves and making sure that our actions and our words and our deeds are in line with the teachings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
1: All right, thank you, brother. That uh, sounds like a summation there. So let me go to Abaja and Yawanathan. Uh Abaja, uh any final parting words uh that you'd like to share with the audience?
3: Oh yeah, just very quickly, Josiah. Um, two things. It says, um that's crazy, I just had it. <laughs> um Matthew twenty four and twenty seven. Just very briefly. It says for well, as hold on. You know what? Go to wanna first until I get myself together. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm never gonna All right, Any party words for the audience?
2: Parting words? Oh man, you're already there. Okay. Um, you know, uh, unless
1: I mean, if you if you have something else that you want to bring out, then then by all means, you know.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, what I was, was I heard earlier. Uh, what you were saying, I heard some keywords. I heard over and over were like Antichrist, Antichrist. All right, Antichrist mm-hmm. going to come and all this stuff. You hear people speak of this stuff, but is that stuff validated in the Bible? So now, when we pull the scriptures, chapter and verse, we we going to go to the I want to go to the verses that speak about this, because a lot of people think that this Antichrist. Some people even think it's the President Obama and whatnot. You know, so now I want to go to the, to the word of the Heavenly Father. I'm going to go to First 1 John chapter 4, and I'm going to speak that uh, in uh, verse 3. First John chapter 4, verse 3. It says, And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. So now you have a lot of people that are going about... Um, a lot of people going about saying How Christ is, what he is But here the scriptures is Defining, if anyone Comes and confess that Jesus Christ Has not come in the flesh, it's not of God Meaning he didn't come on this earth With a fleshly body, with a fleshly mother With a fleshly father With a fleshly lineage That's why they keep calling it, that's why Jesus Christ himself Says, I'm the son of David I'm the son of man Okay, He came to show us The will of the heavenly father He's the son of the Heavenly Father, but came through the lineage of David. Okay? So now it says, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. But so every time someone denies, oh, no, he couldn't have been like us, he couldn't have been like us, that's actually the spirit of Antichrist. He, he 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 wasn't made like us. Many scriptures say he was made to give us an example. He was made for our for our. He took on our he took on our transgressions. Okay, so now something's wrong. The thought anybody that comes with that stuff, it ain't just one person being an antichrist. It's many antichrists, and it goes on. and says, and this is the spirit of antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now, already, already, it is, isn't in the world. So, even back when John wrote, wrote this, this letter, it was already in the world. How much more now has it been multiplied, compounded, okay, and quadrupled over now? Until now, we've got all of these different philosophies, and that's, that's why Christ always said, I'm, I'm going to go to a verse in Matthew 24, Jesus always He said this in Matthew 24 Where he told them about When they came to him and asked him about the end time Okay In Matthew 24 um, Verse 3 it says And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives The disciples came unto him privately Saying tell us When shall these things be And what shall be the sign of thy coming And the end of the world So they they were asking Just like how we're discussing now but they want to know from the Messiah himself, when will the end of this wicked, corrupt, demonic world come to an end? When will this all of this madness that we see before us, when will we see we as the children of Israel being servitude to, to these Romans, okay, and being the captives of, of all nations, wherever we've been scattered, at that time the Persian and Medes, the, um, the Syrians, the Egyptians, all, the, all of these different nations had us in subjection. And the only reason they had is except subjection is because of the same things that we do now, which is breaking up the Heavenly Father's law, statutes, and commandments, sin, okay? But now, let's go to the point that we're speaking of in verse 4. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. The first thing out of Christ's mouth said when he was explaining this was to take heed, meaning pay attention, be vigilant, diligent about yourself, and making sure no man is fooling you, corrupting you, and saying, deceiving you and believing it and making you believe that the things that they come up with is the ending and, and, and this is the coming of Christ. That was the first thing he said. Colossians, I'm going to go to Colossians now. Okay, Colossians chapter 2. And I'm going to go to verse, uh, verse uh, I believe it's verse 8 once I get there. Colossians, Colossians, where are you?
4: Together. Okay, Take go. your time, John
1: We have plenty of time So, you know, find your scripture okay. in Colossians and, and bring out your point Alright,
2: here it is Colossians chapter 2 And I'm at verse 8 It says, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy And vain deceit After, after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world And not after Christ And that goes in the same thing What Christ said in the, in the latter At the time he says Give, uh, give heed that um, no man deceive you And here, here is an apostle of Christ To the church Paul wrote and said Beware lest any man spoil you through Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy Or um, you know He's coming in the year 2000 uh, This right here is going to be the antichrist That's all for, That ain't nothing scriptures Mm-hmm. So that, so the the understanding, the doctrine is telling us to prepare ourselves, so that when these philosophies come about, no man can move you. We built on the sure rock. That sure rock is the word of Christ. And when a storm comes and philosophy or something like that, you will not be moved off of that. You're gonna be on that rock. Your house is built on that rock. So all this other garbage out here, you can um, dismiss. And then you can further. Re- Reprove and rebuke and edify your people as being a, a disciple of Christ. And look, this is the way. The word is the word of Christ is the way. So beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Christ ain't, ain't never said that all this stuff gonna come in these different years and all this other stuff. I got, I got the key. I got, I got the book of the understanding of the end times. Christ ain't never said none of that stuff. Christ says what he told the apostles and what he told the apostles, and that's it. And all these other um um used car salesmen, these these uh these carpet bagging demonic philosophizing tote, um carrying um, deceivers It's just just what they are just leave, Leaving you from Christ And leaving you away from the, the uh, Rudiments of, of Christ But giving you the world's concept Of the end time When they don't know nothing at all when No one knows no more than what Christ has said Alright and I'm going to read on In uh, Colossians 2 and Verse 9 says For in him dwelleth all the fullness Of the Godhead bodily And ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. So all understanding, principality, power is through Christ, not through these new, these new um, um, fly-by-night demonic idiots that's coming up with their philosophies. The only thing they're doing is leading people, and they're not even talking about repentance. And, and, and we, we are saying here, we are just servants of the Christ of the Bible. And the Heavenly Father has gave us An understanding and instruction To serve the Heavenly Father By his example And certain things he commanded us to go out and do is to. And one of those things he told us to go out And teach is repentance And one of the things in repentance is understanding That Christ is coming But he's coming the second time By his, by his words and by the will Of the Heavenly Father So all that other stuff is a bunch of hogwash And garbage So let's just get that clear
1: Okay, so uh, back to you, bro. Okay, all right, John. Thank you for all that um, about uh, you. You, yeah. you find out what you want to bring out.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm good now. Um, I'm just going two places very briefly. Um, Matthew 24 and 37, just to put a nice little bow tie on it. Uh, it says, "But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking." marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. So I went there first because it says in many places, and this is just showing you, giving you a, a very clear picture of what the coming of the second coming of the son of man is going to be, meaning Jesus Christ. Cause he said it was just like the time of Noah. You had people eating, drinking, marrying, and giving into marriage and, the destruction took them unawares because they were just going about their daily lives. Just like for us wow. now, we have wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. You have men that are lovers of themselves. You got the murder. I mean, hell, you got the situation that's going on in St. Louis right now. That's a, a doggone powder keg waiting to uh, just explode. But the other point is, is that you have a lot more other people that's going on about their daily lives. as There's nothing that's happening. So it's going to show you that, you know, this so-called post-apocalyptic picture that people have about the end times—that's that's fairy tale or uh, an fable. But it says that what people are going to be living their lives, they're going to be planning and doing everything yeah. that people normally would do. And then, you know, and you have these turmoil in other places. But Christ is going to come. This is going to be a normal day. People Just are going an be ordinary, sunny day. Yeah, it might not be. Might be <laughs> overcast. <laughs> you know, Could be raining, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, be ordinary. Point, though, just that's
4: like that's any other day
3: that's, that's taking place, just like any other day, any other Monday, any other hump day, any other. Friday, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. That's why the scripture says in many other places that the Lord is coming as a thief in the night. And that's why it tells us to watch. That's why it mm-hmm. tells us to not be taken unawares. So I'm gonna close out uh, for my part with uh, the book of Revelation 20, 22, because the thing is, is that okay. It's already been established. We don't know when the Lord is coming back. You read throughout the scriptures. Well, okay, so what do we do? How do we prepare ourselves? Okay, 22 and 12, it says, and this is the Lord speaking, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Because when you read through the scriptures and you look at the example of Jesus Christ, he taught repentance. But repentance from what? Repentance from, as has been said many times on, Practically every show that we have on the Body of Christ radio network, repentance from fornication, repentance from adultery, repentance from idolatry, repentance from hatred, variance, grudging, all of those things, extortion, all of those things we have to repent from. And mm-hmm. if we don't, guess what? We're going to receive a reward for that, too. But I'm going to read on. Verse 13. And uh, for those if I didn't say that I'm in the book of Revelation, chapter 22. And I'm in verse 13 now. It says that I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. So this is talking about the kingdom. He says that blessed are they that do his commandments. So it's showing you that we're not just going to walk into the kingdom any old kind of way. We're not going to be that whole philosophy of come as you are. And stay as you are Yeah we're supposed to come as we are But we're supposed to change So that's why he said That blessed are they that do their, com- their commandments That we may have rights to the tree of life Meaning we have to earn our way into the kingdom of heaven The death of Christ Paid the, uh, the penalty that we were supposed to receive Under the first covenant In the second covenant Now we have to earn that right to that tree of life Through walking through the example of Christ Because what's on the outside of the city Verse 15 For without a dog meaning wicked men, and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. So he gave those words to John the Revelator to preach to those churches that were in existence at that time, but also so that we in these days and times will have those very same words that we can recover ourselves out of the snare of the devil and follow his example and be lights unto those and help them repent as well. Back to you, brother.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you, bro. Uh, John, I see you uh, look like you want to have a little more to say. Is that right?
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, You know, um, and also getting back also people saying, you know, this year he's going to be here, he's going to be there and all that stuff. Let's look at what Christ says in Matthew's again. We're going to. I'm going to urge the listener, audience, the public, when whoever listens to the show now or in archive, take the time to read Matthew's the 24th chapter, what Jesus Christ said about his coming. Okay, verse for verse, and understand. And if you don't understand, you could ask the brothers at the Body of Christ via email or cell number we put. Um, the, the the cell number Or email address out where you can ask Questions and we'd be more than more than um, Delighted to give An understanding by the word of Christ back to you But it, but Matthew 24 and verse 23 Jesus Christ said this Then if any man Shall say unto you lo here is Christ or there Believe it not so all of these People well you know he's going to be up on the Rock over there and And the, and the, the, the the and Sea and all this other stuff, you know, he's gonna be there at this time or whatnot. That's that's Madness. Uh, he he's he's down in Texas but you know he died and uh what's that guy what's the dude's name that they said he died?
1: Jose Mar- Miranda De Jesus.
2: Yeah, the De David, 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 David guy. Um anyway, say it one more time you Jose Miranda. Jose
1: yeah, Miranda him
2: right him. So now Christ is saying then if any man say unto you, lo, he is here as he is is Christ, or there, believe it not. So we do believe that stuff, not as a follower of Christ, okay? And this is the challenge that we're telling the audience. Don't believe, like public enemies say, don't believe the hype. Don't believe that hype about, well, saying he's here and all of that stuff. That Oh, I'm in Miami, or I'm in, I'm in South Carolina, I'm in Montana. Okay, that stuff is badness. Okay, Christ says believe it not So we say believe it not Verse 24 For there shall arise false Christ Christ is saying this now In Verse 24, there shall arise False Christ and false prophets Alright, you know them By their fruits Just mm-hmm. like So we can find out who the false. If anybody ain't speaking the words of Christ And if anybody is speaking the words Of the Heavenly Fathers in this Bible They're a false prophet, including us but we speak truly the words of Christ as it is written. Okay, so, so it says, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders. All right? It, it's even going to come a time when people, you're going to see people bring great wonders. All right? But yet, they ain't saying the word of Christ. They ain't saying the message of Christ was repent, put down the philosophies, okay, even if they come with them great signs and wonders. I'm going to read on. It says, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. The scripture says, if it was possible. But we have a more sure word than than signs. We have the word of the Heavenly Father. I don't care if you can make an elephant float. You and you, ain't, and you saying you Christ, you ain't Christ because you ain't came back like Christ said to come. He said he was coming back. So that's John, the I, end of that.
1: I'll give you an yeah. example of what you're talking about there. Years ago, I don't know if your brothers remember it Zoc, I know you're a boxing fan So you probably know about this um, Evander Holyfield, his career was over Because they had Detected the, 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 the something that was wrong with his heart So he went to uh, Benny Hinn, the faith healer And uh, after seeing Benny Hinn He went back to the doctors And they couldn't find anything wrong with his heart So he went back to fighting And uh, regained the title And I think probably a couple of times <laughs> You know, after that R- R- Zach, you recall that? Okay, Doc, you might be
0: on... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, I muted myself. But, oh uh, yeah, I recall that, man. Where is he? the Holy field now? Right.
1: Right. But the point is, is, is what John was bringing out about people having uh, various signs and wonders and people believe that these people are holy and that they have of God because of the miracles that they perform. <clears throat> but uh, John is bringing out how that uh, various men... Are endowed with uh, power by demonic forces to do these kind of things to deceive folks, and exactly. and and that the very elect of God could be deceived if it were possible, but it's not possible. So he's he's bringing out don't don't believe these things, don't fall for it, exactly. don't fall for the okey doke.
0: Exactly, and, and this is a scripture that 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 addresses even that as far as these persons. Having so-called abilities and healing. I, I can't remember where it is. I believe it's in Peter where it says, "No wonder that Satan himself, being transformed into an angel of light." Mm-hmm. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about. I can't remember yes. that scripture where it is specifically, but that's that's under the category of what you just described falls into Satan. And even in these days, and especially excuse me, in these days and times, and when, in which you've got so many religions, so many philosophies. So many people claiming that they are servants of God, even people claiming that they are God or Christ themselves, but yet and still, you know, even with whatever ability or, 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 or a magical, quote unquote, attribute they may have, that, that's nothing compared to the true God Almighty in heaven. So, if it were possible, if it were possible, could deceive the very elect, which is the reason why the Lord gave us the Bible, so that if you doubt, or, if you have questions, you can always refer back to the Bible to get that confirmation that uh-uh, that's not the Lord, uh-uh, that's not Christ, uh-uh, that's not what the Lord said, uh-uh, Christ didn't teach that. So, we have the Bible for a reason, and that reason is so that we refresh ourselves daily to what the will of the Lord is, and that we use the teachings of the scriptures in the Bible. As a shield against all The fiery darts And the subtle suggestions Of Satan That's what the scriptures are for And also to prepare ourselves For that day In which Christ does return
2: Hey Kazaki do you want that
0: scripture? Sure Okay how does it go again? It says It says something about And no wonder that Satan himself uh transformed into an angel I wish I could find it uh I believe it's in the peters okay transformed second uh, uh, corinthians
2: eleven fourteen maybe
0: okay i'll I'll go see uh and I could be wrong it could be in uh in uh corinthians you said second corinthians eleven and what fourteen Yep, here it is Uh, I'll start at verse 13 It says For such are false apostles Deceitful workers Transforming themselves Into the apostles of Christ And no marvel For Satan himself is transformed Into an angel of light Therefore it is no great thing If his ministers also Be transformed As the ministers of righteousness Whose end shall be according To their works so for all those ministers out there that's, that's pushing this doctrine, that's pushing that doctrine, and using the scriptures to, to uh, seemingly justify that doctrine, not more than ministers of Satan. For all those ministers who claim that they can perform this miracle and that miracle, and I can heal you, or I can send you this potion or this, or, or, or this, uh, this water, this holy water, and they'll heal you from all... Your ailments, they're nothing more than ministers of Satan. When was the last time you heard these so-called preachers and and, and miracle workers really get down and teach repentance and teach how not to be a murderer, how not to be a fornicator, how not to be a homosexual, how not to be a liar, how to truly worship the Lord, what are the true days of the Heavenly Father, the high holy days, how are we supposed to interact with one another as brothers and sisters? When was the last time you heard a faith-based, quote-unquote, healer teach that? So the overall point is these are the things that are running rampant throughout the world, not just in our society, not just in this country, but throughout the world. And for us to protect ourselves as well as prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ, we have to stick to what the Lord says in the Holy Bible. Back to you, Brother man.
1: All right, John, were you finished?
0: No, no, I wasn't.
2: And then also, while we were speaking on this, like what was being brought out about these guys, these big healers, and the ones that even able to deceive, and we're understanding, like I said, I said, look, you can make an elephant float, but if you ain't coming, chapter and verse of how Jesus Christ said, what. if you're not doing the things that Jesus Christ said that he was going to um, um come and do, Okay, then you're not the Messiah. And neither the stuff he's speaking of is of this Messiah. But this is what you are. Galatians chapter, Galatians chapter
7: 1,
2: and it says in verse 8: one of these says, But though we are an angel from heaven and preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Paul has told the church, to him, or even if another angel comes, Come up with some new ideas about the, the Lord Jesus Christ, other than what's been written, and what we let that let him or the let him or the angels or any other disciple, okay, of the magnitude of Paul, like Peter, James, and John, let let them get the curse. Even us, if we come with some madness, okay. And then also, I'm going to go back to Matthew 24. Okay.
4: Okay.
2: I'm hearing a little feedback too, by the way. Feedback yeah
1: okay i'm not I'm not catching it, I'm not hearing it, so maybe okay. it's just on your end
2: okay so on uh matthews chapter uh chapter twenty four and I read verses uh twenty uh twenty four it says for for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect number 25 behold i have told you before wherefore they say unto you behold he is in the desert go not forth behold he is in the secret chambers believe it not for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west so shall also the coming of the son of man be so when christ comes everybody gonna know everybody gonna see you ain't got to tell nobody he's up over here he's He's over by the Nile. He's over by the Mississippi River. He's he's over by the, uh, Rio de uh, Janeiro, down in Brazil or something. You, you ain't got to hear, that's madness. Everyone's going to know and fear. Like the scriptures say, all nations shall well. Okay? Now I'm going to go down to verse 34. Matthew 24:34 says, Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So what that just gives us more concrete evidence. If you're not coming, if it ain't coming by what Christ says and what these scriptures say, it ain't true. Okay, and everything else is philosophy, and everything and is everything like Christ said at the beginning: many shall come and deceive you, take heed. So that that's my closing words. That Christ is coming by the word of the heavenly Father and by the will of the heavenly Father, and at the time that the heavenly Father commanded, no one knows, but the Heavenly Father, the Almighty himself, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and him only knows when. Until then, we got to get ourselves together, repent, and put on the doctrine of the price of this Bible and prepare ourselves to be worthy for that kingdom. That's all, brother, that I have.
1: All right. Well, brothers, uh, we covered a lot of territory, starting out uh, with uh, talking about those people that claim to be Christ, uh, highlighting jose luis miranda de jesus um from there to get into a discussion about you know how you go about predicting uh the return to christ what the clues the scriptures bring about and so forth to uh really boiling it down to uh what's the point of even doing that why would you go through that because you really got to prepare for your own end and that's where the real preparation is so brothers uh you know i really do appreciate uh all that you brothers have brought out uh, Through the scriptures About uh, you know This this whole subject in predicting uh, The return of Christ uh, But all gratitude and thanks Goes out to the most high in the name of Christ And until next time I'll say to you Brothers and to the audience Shalom Shalom
4: well.
1: Brothers and sisters, thank you for visiting with us in the virtual living room of the Body of Christ Church. You can visit our website at thebocc.com Or you can email us at bodyofchrist@newreach.com, at Or call us at 877-871-1712 Until our next visit, the Most High in the name of Christ,
4: bless you. Shalom.